And all I can say about the only thing positive I have to say about the Star Wars holiday special from 1978 is that I was not alive when it aired. <laughs> That's my positive. We feedback. are not culpable in any way. This is this is our special. I, this was my idea, and I will straight up own this was the worst idea I ever had. I've spent weeks researching the Star Wars holiday special of 1978. And it has taken up so much bandwidth in my already overstretched mind and my brain of just all these random facts. So just some context, Sarah and I, after we finished doing the dive into Ahsoka, we were like, we got to keep going and the women in Star Wars, what are we going to talk about? And the one thing I wanted to do for the holiday season, because, you know, guys, gals, this is November, right? So we're about to go into Thanksgiving, which I don't celebrate the slaughter of indigenous people, but then we have Christmas and we have, you know, pumpkins, whatever. Uh, we're in that time of year, that time of year, that season. And then this is like, they've made other Star Wars holiday specials, like with Disney Plus, there's a Lego one that's really cute. Nothing to do with this one. Love it. So, but Sarah, it does reference Life Day. It does? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, it, it revolves around Life Day, but... Which you sort of like, it's implied that it's sort of this version of like Space Christmas. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because it aired like November 17th. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Amanda is going to guide us through, or yeah, guide me through. Because I've, I've only seen, this was my second time ever seeing the Star Wars holiday special. I had never even heard of it until like the Weird Al, White Nerdy video <laughs> when was that they reference it, it in that yeah so what he does is like there's like a scene where he like walks up to a dude in an alley and it's all shady and like mm-hmm. they do a sort of like hand pass of a brown bag and some money and he opens it up and it's the star wars holiday special VHS. What? i didn't know that it's <laughs> like is that really a thing how come i've never heard of this i i must not be a very good star wars fan and so I knew it existed. And then a few years ago, I was in New Orleans for a conference. And um, I was staying for a couple of days after because New Orleans, I'd never been there before. And I was in a bar uh, called One-Eyed Jacks, which is a deep cut for each community stands. And in the bar, they were like playing the Star Wars holiday special. So it was on mute. <laughs> You're so lucky. So I had like, I was like, oh, is this Star Wars? Are those Wookiees? Huh? This is very, Mm -hmm. what is happening? And um, I must say that after, after actually watching it, I I 
I uh, highly recommend that watching it in a bar on mute with the music playing is. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. So, so we are going to talk about the Star Wars holiday special of 1978, and at that time, so, uh, so Star Wars was released in 1977. The holiday special came out in '78. It was released what November on CBS or ABC? It was a two-hour variety special. Um, so that you know. That was a long time ago. Of This was in 1978. That was a time in television where we were at the end of Variety Show, which was Carol Burnett's show had just, that, that was almost over. And yeah, Variety so Shows, sure. let's just define what that is. Variety Shows are where they have skits, they have jokes, they have songs and dance. I mean, there's multiple things that are happening. That's why it's called Variety Show. And it's entertainment. And this was like, this was a huge deal in America in the 70s. And it was just that time was winding down. And after Star Wars came out and became this huge success, they're like, how do we slice this off? And so the holiday special was meant to be the first spinoff. And then afterwards, the plan, they would eventually do more. Like, how do we you know, slice? And there was, a th- there was a plan for merchandise around this. They had prototypes of the different Wookiees. Um, and they had plans for a lot of this around it. And the story revolves around Kashyyyk. It's around Chewie's family and the celebration of Life Day, which I don't really think anyone defines in the whole two-hour special. So the story starts about Kashyyyk, the Wookiee planet, and you're, you're, you're seeing Chewie's family. So th- that year, the reason it was Kashyyyk is because they were, that year, the, what the plan was, that was going to be where they celebrated the intergalactic Life Day. And every three years it celebrated a different system is responsible to host like it. Like the right. Olympics? Like the Olympics. So Life Day was celebrated on Kashyyyk that year. Okay. So God, the, okay, can I can mm-hmm. I just like yeah, yeah, yeah. for one moment? Go ahead. That was so freaking irritating. I had no idea what was going on. No, you no All one does. It's like talk, I, I was yeah, like, so I don't think I'm gonna make it. It's so it. painful. So let me if you have not gone to watch the Star Wars holiday special, let me give you some context. The first ten minutes the first 10 minutes, you, you are on Kashyyyk in Chewie's family of uninterrupted Wookiee dialogue, but there's no subtitles. There's no context. It's just Wookiees going, <laughs> and it's like really bizarre Wookiees, like, you know, making these faces. I mean, it's so meme worthy. I mean, there's, uh, there's actually, if you look in your, is it gifs or gifs? What is, how do you pronounce it? The, the, um, when you're already texting a video clip gif what is that i think it's a gif because i think it's a graphic someone um, will correct us and when you do correct us thank you because i don't i don't know but yeah, I can never if you remember. if you look at gif and you type in wookie most of them are going to be around the star wars holiday special which is kind of yeah. crazy because none of that's in the movies but those are the ones especially the younger one with his eyes ah, his mouth yeah. is all wide he's a little so, frightening the plot involves a search for Chewie's son, Lumpy, after he wanders away from home and the Imperials attempt to sabotage a starship on its way to celebration. So you have this intro plot, but no one tells you that. You just see Wookiees on Kashyyyk and it's the end. Uh, I have a little bit about Boba Fett, but that's later. I'm just looking at the history. There was a lot of, so there's a Variety Fair article that will attach to the show notes that gives a lot of history about the making of it. When the Star Wars holiday special, the best way 
to wrap your mind around how something like this ended up airing in its totality was that it started with different writers and then it, it gradually morphed and, and they were replaced and people were trying to fix things. And so you have these different pieces. And so where it was at the beginning was meant to be something else. And George Lucas, he had little to do with the project after the primary concept was determined. He was really focused on the Empire Strike Back. You know, they just had a lot of success with the first movie. And so that's where he was. He was like, okay, they're going to do this special and I've got to do this. So let me make sure that I say, yes, this is what you're going to talk about. And from then the story changed into different by different writers. And it started, they started filming it in July of 78. And the Red Cloaks, this is why the Red Cloaks are really interesting because they didn't have the budget for the full Wookiee costume. And that's where the red robes come from. You see these Wookiees in this long, straight hair with these red robes. And you're like, what does that mean? Is the Life Day Christmas? What is this? But it was actually because they ran out of budget for a full Wookiee costume. So the only way they could do is give them an outfit. So holiday celebration, let's give them red robes and make yeah. it really creepy. And not tell anyone what it means. <laughs> no context at all. Yeah, they so, just look like they're in a cult. Right. And then the merchandise that they that made, it never made it out. The Boba Fett was meant to be premiered with the holiday special. There's a little bit of cartoon. Nelvana. Yeah, Nelvana, it was his name of a Canadian animation. Anyways, they made it with Boba Fett. But he actually got introduced at a parade a few months prior. So he was yeah. not supposed to be released into the wild until the holiday special. But then a parade had a version of him, and that's where he was shown. So. Lots of advertisers got involved early on. CBS claimed it would be a yearly thing. Like they were like, we're going to do this in 78. And every year we're going to put on a variety show around Star Wars. Like they had the merchandise. This would air on the Friday before Thanksgiving. So it starts, you see the Kashyyyk and Han and Chewie flying to get to Kashyyyk for life day. And you see a very pissed off Harrison Ford. Like none of the actors are happy to be there when you watch it. It's like at that time movie stars didn't do television it was very uh -uh, that's beneath me han and chewie are flying in with a very angry han solo i mean you look at him and he looks like he is not happy to be participating and then you get to meet the cast and you see like a fully makeup luke uh carrie fisher all smiles and like this glazed over her eyes as big as everyone looks like they're on drugs basically everyone's just like we're and then you go into the Wookiee's house of 10 minutes of Wookiee dialogue, no subtitles, no context. It's strange, bizarre. And then it's like you finally get relief when you see Luke and he's with R2 and it shows him in a video clip and he's like, come on, Mala, give me the smile. And you're like, what is that about? Then we have Harvey, what's his name? Harvey, Harvey Corman. He was a Carol Burnett actor. He was also in Blazing Saddles, Mel Brooks's Blazing Saddles. He played three characters in the holiday special. And the first one we see was the San, San Dan, the local trader. And then he throws these sad attempts at humor, you know, with talking to the Wookiees. You get a brief cameo from Darth Vader, who's seeking out the rebels. And then you get a cringy comic sketch <laughs> cooking, sta- like the Julia Child, whisk, bake, whisk, oh, whatever. That was, that was... It was the weirdest thing. It was like this sort of this multi-armed Julia Child alien cooking show that's not really funny. Yeah, and she looks like the the villain from Spirited Away. Oh, she did. Oh, she did. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that character was featured on one of the uh, variant covers, the Life Day variant covers that were released in October. Mm-hmm. So then you get Han and Chewie evade in some Imperials. Then you have the largest on-screen opening of a box when you see Lumi, uh, Lumpy gets a transmitter, which will be important for later on. But um, the longest unboxing video ever. Yeah, you get this when it just takes him forever, and it's got this sad music. So uh, then, then the part that really gets horrible is when the grandpa has this device, and we see a very beautiful Diane Carroll, and it's like soft porn Wookie porn. I am not kidding. Originally, yeah, the hair dryer, the hair yeah. dryer that goes on his head, and like kind of like a virtual reality like, porn set. Oh, and so like that. That device was supposed to be meant where you put it on your head and it tells you your heart's desire. It would show you what you want to see, kind of like the mirror in Beauty and the Beast. And originally it was going to have, uh, it was going to have Chewie get in there and that's how he would sense his son was missing because his son's important. He would put that on. But that story got changed and taken to the grandpa cringy porn where she's like, excited, aren't we? I find you adorable. (laughs) And then it's just, oh, it's awful. And I've heard about that from someone, and I was just like, oh my gosh. No one believes it. And then I watched, I was like, oh my God, it's fucking real. It's real. And then you get a cameo. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I don't know, because I I didn't know that that's what was happening in the. I didn't know one knew what was happening. It was like, what is anyone watching? It was so weird. And like originally when it was the the holiday special was written, it was only going to be an hour. But so many advertisers got involved. Guess what they did? They extended it to two hours. So what could have been really like 40 minutes of, oh, maybe not terrible ended up being really long and bad because they were trying to give more commercial breaks for viewers to get more advertisers. Everyone wanted a piece of this. This was part of Star Wars. Yeah. No one expected it to be this crazy hit. So we get to a cameo of Luke and, and 3PO, which has no impact on the story. You're just going from here to there, and you're like, what does this mean? And then Han and Chewie arrive to Kashyyyk. Imperial soldiers arrive to the house there. And then it gets bad enough. There's a plot twist, but no point. And then we see Jefferson Starfish perform. Why? Wait, Jefferson Starfish? Starship. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> My notes like, are wait. beyond bad. My notes are no, so when you say- I, write, I, I took notes by hand. Jefferson well, Starship. I, I, thought, I thought maybe it was like a, a, a pun. I was like, oh. And then I, I was trying to, yeah, I thought it was a pun. What did you hey. think about it when they performed? I, actually, you know what it was? I thought about, I was like, oh my God, this is the band that in a few years is going to be singing that song. In that movie, Mannequin. And we can build. That's them? Yeah. now? That's them? Yeah. Jefferson Starship? Yeah. Or maybe Anyways, it's, it's a very like science fiction-y name to be on a Star Wars holiday special. You know what I mean? But they yeah, even well, said, like, they thought it was a trip. They didn't understand what they were doing there. They thought it was... Uh, it was they just said it was a trip i have all attached to the vanity fair article because they have some really great quotes in there um so then we get to the only thing salvageable from the holiday special was the there was an animated story uh with boba fett and they cast it using you know og voices like the original star wars people and so that bit of a cartoon was like the best thing that come out of the holiday special yes 
It's the first time we meet Boba Fett. It's the first time I think we see a blurg as well. Mm-hmm. Is, what is he writing? I, I haven't seen that. I can't remember. Yeah. But recently they did release um, a retro Boba Fett that looked, mm-hmm. that was in the in the costume style of the, the cartoon The Faithful Wookiee. Just because the color palette's like different than his costume in yeah. The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah, because it was originally, I had notes about that. What did I have? About the the Boba Fett costume being part. It was created from a concept of Darth Vader as a bounty hunter and Stormtroopers black and white color scheme. And that was the original Boba Fett costume. Yeah. The Imperials coming to Jefferson shoot. Starship perform. Then you get the yeah. animated part. Then you go to Lumpy's room and it gets messed up. He cleans it. And then he watches this really long instructional video. Yeah. Like there's, I, mean, I don't, I don't know what that was for. I don't know what purpose that video served, but then he, Lumpy builds a device. And then we see life on Tatooine. We see our, one of our favorite golden girls, B. Arthur. She's the bartender, the barmaid. She gets hit on. And then she has a musical number. Which was like the original, like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Right. It's an inconsequential 13-minute, no point. And it was actually, that whole plot area was a rewrite. But it's 13 minutes of no point. Like 13 minutes? 13 minutes. 13 minutes. Yeah. That's how long that song went on for? Not the song, but the scene. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Lumpy's transmitter is able to impersonate an officer calling off the search. And then the yeah. stormtrooper finds a Wookiee device. There's an awkward chase sequence. We did get a Wilhelm scream. Do you know what the Wilhelm yeah. scream is? That's yeah. a little Hollywood joke. And then we get heartwarming. We get the heartwarming moments, a bunch of recycled shots. We get the cringy family reunion. Then we get this Life Day celebration. And for the first time, we hear about a tree of life. Nobody explains what that is. I have no idea what the tree of life is about. There's a cast reunion. You can see a really angry Harrison Ford. You get a really corny speech from Carrie Fisher. And then she does what Princess Leia is not expected to do, but she sings. Carrie Fisher at this time was in her Joni Fisher stage, and she was trying to get you know, to do songs, and so I don't think the world really... Joni Mitchell? You said, oh, you said Joni Fisher, sorry. That's how tired I am. That's my day. That's okay. So she was in her Joni Mitchell phase. She gives a corny speech, and then she sings, but, like, and then we see the Wookiees gather for a meal. But it, the whole story doesn't really make sense. There's parts of it I don't, I don't understand what the point of most of it was. Uh, and at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm, I didn't feel satisfied from Star Wars. I felt like, what am I watching? And I used to laugh about how random and ridiculous it was. But it really is sort of crazy to think about how many great people made this and it was garbage. There's a quote from the Variety Fair article. They talk about there being no bad welders on the Titanic. It just met those circumstances. So I want to hear about what your favorite part was or what your most confusing part was. I have some ideas and I'd love to hear what <laughs> your experience was like. Um, um, 
So yeah, so my reaction to it, I didn't know if I was going to make it through. Honestly, like I was just earlier, I was struggling. I I think I even did like a screencast if I where I recorded myself, and I was just like slack job most of the time. I was like, "What is this? Like, what?" Yeah. And some of it was really, really corny, and a lot of it, you know, you could tell that who wanted to be there and who didn't. So it was like completely wrecked. Who had to be wrecked in order to be there? Um. Yeah. There was a lot that there was a lot. It was a really interesting time in America. Of there were still those very like Judeo-Christian sort of value nuclear mm-hmm. family with the grandpa for comedic relief. A lot of standard sort of nineteen seventies sitcom tropes. Yeah, but climbing and sorry, go ahead. Grandpa's watching porn. Like I don't know where anyone would feel comfortable watching that. Like that was just so bizarre, not funny. I agree. And I think I think that it was because it was the like her she's just like singing. I think you're survival. Like, I don't know. Sorry. Um, yeah, because that's the one part that doesn't make any sense as far as anything. Like, why would you watch that? Especially just seemingly like in your living room, like with your kids around, like, I don't know. That's like, like who does that? There, There's something really erroneous about that. And you telling me that there was a lot of different people involved and it was just sort of like all yeah. this stuff sort of stitched together and stretched out in order to yeah. accommodate advertising. Yeah. It makes me really sad that it was just sort of this like very malicious sort of cash grab. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was meant to be malicious. It was probably started with good intentions. But then so many people got involved for the financial for me, I think like they they were gonna do merchandise. They had all this stuff like how do we make money off of this that nobody I don't think anyone thought to let's focus on the story. Like what is the story? Yeah, I think people really kind of, uh, like, felt like, I, and I don't want to, like, really slam the writers, but, you know, I don't know what sort of time constraints or pressures they were under, but, you know, it is Star Wars, and, like, a lot of things with name recognition that aren't given, like, a lot of thought, they're not always very good. Yeah. You know, people get upset, people got really upset with the Lord of the Rings, and they're like, oh, why do we have to wait so long between, and, and I'm like, well, you 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 want the best, don't you? Or do you want it rushed? I think that this got reworked and almost dead ended so many times that they just said, let's just put something out there, anything, and that there was no quality control. Like they just wanted to get it out. You know, you commit yeah. to something long enough, you're like, I have to produce. Like we committed to recording about the Star Wars holiday special, but so many things have gone on with my life and your life that now we're sitting down. And the last thing I want to do is, you know, think about something that was really bad on television before I was even <laughs> born. But it's like worth it. It's worth to watch it so none of you have to ever see it. I mean, George yeah. Lucas denies that he has anything to do with it. I think Harrison Ford is there's video clips you can go through YouTube and all these actors are talking smack about it. The only one who is really proud of it, well, I think, was Carrie Fisher. And in a way that she saw it with a good sense of humor. 
and she was kind of poking fun at herself. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, you don't have to watch it. If you want to watch it, you should definitely watch it, like, with muted, with sound on, just picture only. You don't gotta. The 10 minutes of no subtitles or context to Wookiee talk. I mean, it is literally 10 minutes of. Yeah, it was really, really hard. It's so weird and it doesn't make any sense. And later, you know, even in the movies, you don't really get, you never get subtitles to to Chewie. He just says stuff. He does, but you get like context clues based on like how people respond to him. Yeah. You know, and a few people speak Shirwook. Like Leia was trained in Shirwook. So she can understand Chewbacca a lot. Which is I why when Chewie would say things like, she'll give Han a look like, oh, really? That's what's going on? Hmm. hmm. I wish she would have sang the song in, what was the language? Chewuk. It's Isn't it Shriwuk? Shriwuk, S-H-R-I-Y-Y-O. No. You're much more of a purist than me. I'm not. I would have loved to have had Carrie Fisher sing a song like that. And I bet she would have. Your that's from the Lego one. That one's really cute. That's the only one I know. So Amanda, you said you saw some really great YouTube videos about. Yeah. Can you share? A there, of those? I will. Those I'll put them in the show notes. There's a couple that they're very well edited and they break down bits of the sequences and kind of like, you know, there's, um, I try to go through the, 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 the show linear. So, you know, you're not lost and back and forth, but the whole thing really doesn't make any sense. And like, I could really talk about it from the middle and work my way out and it would be just as helpful. I think that, um, yeah, I think if you have the choice not to watch it, you should watch the holiday special that was the Lego star Wars on Disney plus. I think that was way, really cute. Well put together. Um, this yeah, is definitely something, this is definitely something that, and I used to do this when I would have holiday parties and I was ready for people to leave. I would play this and they would just, cause I was in the military and people would see it be like, what, the, what is this? And yeah. then they would leave because they don't want to watch that crap. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know what life day is. I don't know what the tree of life is. None of that was explained. The the Jefferson Starship guy says it was such a strange iteration of the original big screen movie concept and your regular variety show Carol Burnett vibe. I was like tripping on it myself, man. That's the quote from Vanity Fair. I was tripping on myself, man. That's hilarious. Um, don't watch it. Just don't. We did, so you don't have to. I thought we would have a genius like analysis about this, but it's just a bunch of random facts of why that looks or no answers. Okay. Thanks for doing this today, Sarah. Of course. Thank you. I really appreciate you like using what little free time you had to do this and may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Thanks for tuning into our bonus episode. Be sure to rate today's episode and subscribe so you never miss any future bonus episodes. Give us a follow on Instagram at Women of Star Wars Podcast for daily content about the women of Star Wars. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, may the Force be with you.